Hi, everybody. I'm Joshua Danziger. And I'm Ethan Canfield. Today, it's Thursday, June 3rd, 2021. And this is The Young Perspective, where we talk about America's biggest political and social dilemmas from the eyes of two high schoolers. Welcome back to another episode of The Young Perspective, everybody. Before we get started with this week's episode, I want to do a quick reminder. The summer has started. Ethan and I finished school yesterday. Yeah. And because it's summer, we're going to be releasing episodes every other week on a bi-weekly schedule rather than every, rather than every week because we have a lot of summer plans. Um, we're trying to record beforehand so we can get episodes out for the bi-weekly schedule for the summer. Moving on. Today, we're talking about a complex uh, philosophical idea or outlook on the way the world should work called postmodernism. And it's a little bit complicated, so we're going to try to discuss a little bit. So bear with us while we, while we move through it. Basically, postmodernism is this grand theory. And this is an idea that when we look at the world, we should use no absolute truth. Everything in the world can have some variation. And so there's no objective truth. There's no objective reality. Everything is fluid and can change in some way. Um, and this means that there's no true and false. Everyone can have not only their own opinion, but also their own truth. So postmodernism takes what we know as our world and flips it upside down. It takes scientific theory. It takes fact and deductive reasoning. And it says, well, maybe that is true, but maybe it's also false. And we don't really know if it's true because there is no truth. So it flips everything and it says no to everything we know as being uh, as being in our world, as being factual. Right. And everything we know in our world comes from the idea of modernism. So there's modernism and there's postmodernism. But modernism uh, basically is everything that we have right now. That's, you know, the idea of science and logic and deductive reasoning and using evidence to back up our claims all based on reason. And this came from a period called the Enlightenment period, which was in the 1700s. And this was when the uh, general public started to get hold of ideas and they used science and they rejected some forms of government like the monarchy. And they also rejected a lot of forms of religion and the whole world in total became more free. It had more liberty, more tolerance, more progression, more constitutional forms of government. There was more logic and reasoning uh, and just in total, everyone used more evidence to back up their claims for how they viewed the world. So before the Enlightenment, pre the 18th century, a lot of reasoning and a lot of uh, you know ideas of what the world was were made up based on religion and spirituality. And the Enlightenment came and said, well, here we're going to use fact and we're going to use science to say this is what the world is. Now we have that, that was what defined modernism. Now we have postmodernism, which says, no, we're not going to use fact. We're not going to use science to determine what the world is. We're going to use personal narrative um, and personal choice to determine what the world is. So basically what, what postmodernism says is that each person has the choice to decide what the world is on their own. The world is viewed from a personal narrative that is determined by each individual with no uniformity. Right. But why do they believe this? Why do postmodernists believe that there's no objective truth? Well, it comes down to the idea that they think that it's impossible to fully understand everything. In science, they feel like it's foolish to have these grand theories that describe natural phenomena because they think that, well, maybe you're right, but maybe you're actually wrong. They feel that if you can't be 100% certain, there's no way to say that that's 100% true. 
And so they kind of reject all of this certain understanding that everything comes from fact uh, because they don't believe that. They know that they think that, well, it might not actually be true. And they think also this comes down to where you are, your setting. So things can be different. Truth can be different in different places and different times based on cultures and whatever we decide as a society is true. It's all based on social constructs. And they think that because it's a social construct, we can't think that it's there's such a thing as universal truth. Well, the, the problem I have with it um, is, is that everybody has their own truth. Like people always say, um, people, some people say you're entitled to your own opinions, but you're not entitled to your own facts. Others say that you need to discuss and explore your, your personal truth. I don't have a personal truth. In, in, in the way I look at it, truth is truth. How can there be multiple truths? Um, and postmodernists would say that the way I look at it is something called a social construct. A social construct is something that society builds uh, and, and makes society look at an issue a certain way. And postmodernists believe that all the things we think of as absolute truths, you know, science, um, medicine, a lot of different things we think of absolute truth, uh, you know, the humanity, existence of things. That, that we think of as absolute truth, those are just social constructs, things society have created in order to explain the world. Postmodernists also believe that these social constructs can be changed and need to be changed. Right. And a lot of the ideas that postmodernists reject from modernism come down to the idea of humans needing to explain the world. You know, before enlightenment, they had religion that, you know, say God created the world or however their creation story went. That was a way of explaining natural phenomena. Right now we have modernists using science to explain that, but postmodernists believe that's just one way of looking at it. It's okay to not, you know, believe in that. It's okay to have your other opinions. It's okay to not have any opinion, just not know. They're okay with being puzzled and not understanding something. Uh, they're okay for you to have one opinion and someone else to have another opinion. And there's no objective truth. It's all based on how we look at the world. One part of postmodernists that they don't like to admit, um, but a lot of scholars characterize the belief as, is being morally relative. So this idea of moral relativism is categorizing an idea in relation to other ideas. So everything in postmodernism is relative. There is no absolute truth, meaning that you have the, the relative ability to decide your own logic, to decide your own moral values, and, and to decide your own meaning for the world. Ethan talked about how humans always want to, to find meaning. Uh, humans always want to find a reason for, for their being. And religion was once, you know, that. And science became that. And now postmodernism gives each person the ability to find their own meaning in the world to find their own reason for human existence. It shifts from scientific reason from human existence, you know, because, because, you know, life forms existed 220 million years ago, et cetera. It shifted to what each one of us believes individually. And, and that can change from person to person. And it does. And because everything is so relative, it's so relative. It's so based on whatever society it's in, whatever the culture is like, they feel that it's wrong to say that the entire world should believe in one thing. It, this can relate to, let's say, like morals, for example. Certain morals apply throughout the entire world and should apply throughout all time. But postmodernists think that's going to change across the entire world. Everyone has their own opinion. And across time, uh, with new advancements, things are going to change. And so they believe that as everything is fluid, we shouldn't put it in boundaries. We should let things be fluid as that's the natural way of order. I want to bring up a critique by conservative author Jordan Peterson. He asks, why would one 
think that human nature is a social construct. Why would people want the world to be relative? Why do they think it's relative? He thinks this is so they could construct the social constructs or construct the world into any way they want it to. So if you say science is not true, right? If you say science may not be be true because there's no absolute truth, then you could start saying, well, this is the reason for humanity. It opens up the ability for, for other opinions that may have not been valid when there is an absolute truth. Right. But that's the whole idea of a social construct is that we as a society decided what's true, what's not true. How do we form our society? What are like the absolute truths we have? That was decided whenever ago that was. However, we just now have new people in postmodernism who are saying, well, let's not believe in that. Let's make a new social construct. They don't want to call it a social construct. But as Josh was saying, that's pretty much what they're doing. So it's the same thing. It's just a new way of basically putting forth their own ideas and their own ideals. They want to do it a little bit less of a more structured way. They want to do it in more of a loose way where everyone can kind of have their own social construct in a way. Like I have to ask, who are who am I to decide what the world means? Who am I to create my own logic? I'm just I'm trying to figure it out like anybody else. And that's one of the problems I see with postmodernism is when you leave it to the individual, the individual is often biased and the individual will never reflect the opinions of the collective, which are, are most often the, the correct opinions. Right. And a lot of times when you leave it to the individual, it can create a certain power dynamic that can be dangerous. We saw this with President Trump when basically he decided that he can decide whatever truth he wanted to and lie about anything. And throughout his entire presidency, made his own truths and lied about things. That's pretty much postmodernism saying, well, you know what? I want to say that this is true. So I'm not going to believe in this. And I'm going to say that this is true. That's kind of the same thing. And that was done for the purpose of putting forth his ideas and putting him more in power. On the other side, a lot of liberal ideas have a lot of postmodernism in them. One is these ideas of patriarchy, um, of privilege, of toxic masculinity. Liberals claim that these are social constructs. They say patriarchy is a social construct. A liberal would say the idea that man may be physically stronger or a man has a right, uh, responsibility to protect his household, they would say instead of that being uh, a biological thing that is ingrained in humans or an absolute truth that's been around for thousands of years, they would say that's a social construct society has created over, over a long time uh, around the responsibility of what a man should be. They say instead of that being true, that is what we imposed upon man, and we must redefine it, each one individually, uh, because each one of us has our own truths. What's kind of interesting, though, is that you actually could use modernism to prove that in the sense that biology says that there is a difference between men and women. However, it doesn't say uh, the idea of patriarchy that because there's a difference that men should inherently be p- placed above women and have you know, the more of the power dynamic in the relationship. That is completely societal. It has nothing to do with actually the inherent difference between them. So it's interesting to see how an idea from postmodernism can actually be used to prove from modernism. Now, there are ideas which have been ingrained in societies for hundreds of years and have just become normal for a lot of people. Uh, and, and in the past hundred years, we've seen a lot of these ideas like patriarchy, like privilege, like maybe toxic masculinity or, or cultural appropriation, which used to seem normal. They have now become unacceptable in our societies. Uh, and, and that is a postmodern idea, right? For hundreds, hundred years ago, those things were accepted. 
They were almost an absolute truth. That just was the way that things worked. But now through postmodernism, postmodernism accepts that those are social constructs. Those are not absolute truths. Those are things human created to, to put somebody down or just ideas that humans created. And because they're social constructs, we can change them. Exactly. And that shows that even something like postmodernism, which feels like maybe in a minority opinion today, can definitely still impact how we view things in our society and has definitely had a huge impact, whether we think the general idea of objecting truth is not a great idea, is uh, foolish. That's you know probably the majority of opinions in the US or in around the world. However, whether we th- realize it or not, it actually is still used in everything we look at today. As we talked about earlier in postmodernism, everybody has their own truth and that causes a lot of problems. When everybody has their own idea of what's morally right, morally wrong, what's logically correct, you know, when everybody has their own logic, when everybody has their own deductive reasoning, we cannot communicate between different people. Uh, and, and critics say that right now there is a big communication gap between conservatives and liberals because they're speaking two different languages, you know, because they're using different logic, they're using different reasoning and they're using different words or they're understanding words differently. That's why they, they can't communicate and they can't work together is because they, they look at things so differently um, because of these postmodern ideas that, that, that the world can shift or change to, to the way we believe it to be. Again, it's also an example of postmodernists believing that people are not always going to have the same opinions. There are going to be different opinions. Everyone's going to conflict depending on their values and everything. And so that's going to cause problems if we just try and unite everyone under one idea. But if we love everyone to have their own opinions and own truths, then it creates different ideas. But it causes problems because people will just reject all truth and reject all science. When it's an idea or opinion that they're rejecting, that's okay. But when they're rejecting uh, logic and evidence and reason and science, then it becomes a problem. Yeah. And it's a slippery slope. You know, when you reject one thing or you reject one previously decided on conclusion, all other previously decided on conclusions become up for debate. We have to have things that in our society that are right and wrong. You know, we have to have something that is truth. When we say truth is malleable or changeable or relative, when we say truth is relative, the world, everything in our world becomes relative. You know, if we say one truth is relative, then science becomes relative, then fact becomes relative. And humanity cannot exist on that conclusion because then we don't have any uniformity. And without uniformity, we can't be a homogenous nation. We can't be, nations wouldn't exist. Postmodernism is one of those ideas where it's more theoretical than literal. It's one of those ideas. It's not like capitalism or socialism, political philosophy, where you can implement it in a country. It's an outlook from which to look at the world. You know, it's a way of looking at the world um, and, and discussing what the right way to move forward is rather than implementing it into each of our societies, which I believe would be disastrous. This is going to bring a close to this episode of The Young Perspective. We hope you enjoyed and found this interesting. We actually really had no idea what postmodernism was until we started researching for this episode. We had definitely learned a lot ourselves, and we hope you did too. Make sure to check us out every two weeks now, and after summer, back to a one week again. We're excited. It's going to be a great rest of the season. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at the underscore young underscore perspective, or you can email us at ejtheyoungperspective at gmail.com, or check out our website, theyoungperspective.net. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and remember, this was The Young Perspective.